Halleluja. Okay, number two. So, by, by, by words. Number two, by the name. The name, the name of Jesus. So, we minister his government through words. And number two, through his name or by his name. The name Jesus. Understand that the greatest authority we have is in the name. Yeah. All, all our failures is in lack of revelation in what the name represents. Now, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth is given unto me. I like the Passion translation in Matthew 28, 18 and 19. The Passion said, All the authority of the universe is given unto me. Go ye therefore in my authority. That's Matthew. But Mark put it this way. In my name, these signs shall flow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. So the authority he gave was actually in his name. Do you know the name of Jesus? Now, Jesus himself said, the comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. When he is come, John 14, 26. He said the comforter whom the father will send in my name. Can you imagine? Have you ever thought of it? The Holy Ghost is coming to the earth. He can only come by the permission of his name. Why didn't the father just send the Holy Ghost to come? No, the father couldn't just send the Holy Ghost to come to the earth. He had to come in my name. Why? Because the father had given the whole earth, everything to Jesus. And the father would not even break protocol. Even the third, the second person of the Trinity coming to the earth must come on the permission of the third person of the Trinity. Sorry, the other way around. The third person of the Trinity, which is the Holy Ghost, coming to the earth, needed the, had to come under the auspices, the authority of the second person of the Trinity. The Father could have just sent the Holy Ghost, but he had to come in the name of Jesus because all authority on earth is given to that name. So he had to respect that name and come and operate under that name. That's how powerful that name is. <laughs> in 19, verse 19, Matthew 28, he says, Go ye into, go ye and teach all nations, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, in verse 20, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. They understood it. They never at one time in the Acts of the Apostles baptized them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. No. Every time they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Actually, you know, you know the name Jesus? The name Jesus is the name of the Trinity. The name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Whatever you say in Jesus' name, the Father to respond to the name Jesus. The Son responds to the name Jesus. And even the Holy Ghost responds to the name Jesus. Now the Father has, has hidden himself behind that name. The Spirit has hidden himself behind that name. They all cover themselves with that name. The name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Jesus. When you mention that name, the fullness of omnipotence and the fullness of the Godhead and all the wealth of the eternities and the riches of the eternities are vested in that name. So when you say Jesus, all of this power is released. All that he accomplished, all that he obtained and attained, who he is, what he is, all is in his name. Have you ever read Song of Songs 1 verse 3? Because of the savor of thy good ointment, thy name is as ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love thee. Because of the aroma of thy good ointment, Jesus smells good. Hallelujah. Thy name is as ointment poured forth. You know the ointment. Behold how good and how precious it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like what? The, like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down to the beard, even Aaron's beard, and that went down to the skirt of his garment. The ointment is the anointing. But it's not just the anointing. The ointment is more. You know how the ointment was made in Exodus 30? It was the olive oil, but there were other things. The may, the cassia, the aloes, the, the cinnamon. All of these the cassia, the cinnamon, the mead, the aloes, they were mixed with the olive oil to become the ointment. Praise God. 
So the ointment is not just his anointing, it's his graces compended together. Now the Bible is saying here that if you, if you mention his name, his ointment pours forth. That means that the very anointing Jesus walked in on the earth, the anointing by which he raised Lazarus, the anointing by which he healed the sick, his anointing is in his name. Because when his name is mentioned, Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the name is too powerful. It paralyzes everything. Everything. It's hash and a key to rest. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's a name. Hallelujah. So you don't need faith to. So when you say Jesus' name, his anointing is behind it. If you believe it. You don't need faith to pray the name, to use the name. When you, when you go to your house, and you're opening the door of your house. Do you need faith to open your door? Yeah. You don't need faith to use the name. It is yours. The traffic warden that stops the trucks, the big trucks that come on the road, on the highway, does he need faith to stop the truck? All that he needs is his uniform. He doesn't need faith. He needs his uniform. Even if he's drunk, once he's in that uniform, you respect it. Once he raises the hand, you have to stop. You are in your uniform, the robe of righteousness. <laughs> you are wearing Christ. You don't, you don't need to prop yourself in faith. No. <laughs> you are in faith. It's natural. It's automatic. You, you, have a, you are in it. You have arrived. Just raise your hands. Just say in Jesus' name. It is done. Hallelujah. Christians, if we knew our rights, the nation will go right. The nation will run well. We are... Many people are praying, but not praying well. And they are ignorant of the authority. Even the many hours we are celebrating, we are praying against Satan, is a denial of the revelation of our authority. If we had authority, we wouldn't have spent all these hours praying against Satan. We would have spent all these hours worshipping in prison. And then use our words to silence him. It's very paramount. You know, Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1 from verse 18, 19, this church, I comment unto you, son Timothy, according to prophecies that went before on thee, that thou mightest by them wage a good warfare. Holding faith in a good conscience, which some haven't put aside concerning faith, have made a shipwreck. Then, that's the end of Timothy, but when you go to chapter 2, verse 1, he says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks may be made for all men, for kings and for those who are in authority. Why? That we may lead a peaceable and a quiet life in all godliness and honesty. Okay, so in chapter 1, he taught Timothy to wage a good warfare. But in chapter 2, he said, I exhort therefore first. You don't have to cut separate <laughs> chapter 2 from chapter 1. There are no, the chapters are not inspired. The chapters is man-made. You understand? It's not part of the original manuscript. So Paul was telling Timothy to, 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 have a, to wage a good war. But in waging a good war, he gave the priority of warring. The priority is that first of all, your warfare must be regarding the leaders of the land. Because without that, we cannot lead, lead a peaceable and a quiet life. We complain about Ghana and corruption. Everyone is complaining. Oh, leaders. Oh, leaders. Understand this. Some of them are helpless. Because when they get there, there are demons, evil spirits, principalities that take them ransom. So no matter how good you are, you get to that seat, you become corrupt. You have a good man, take him there, he becomes corrupt. There are spirits involved. Now, it doesn't matter how good a person is. I'm telling you, you'll be disappointed. David was a man after God's own heart. True or false? Yet one day, the Bible says that Satan moved David to number Israel against God's will. You don't number without paying the ransom price. You are saying redemption is free. Christ doesn't need to die on the cross. Redemption comes at a cost so that we can receive it freely. He numbered Israel wrongly <laughs> because Satan moved him. A man after God's own heart was moved by Satan. So it's possible. 
Peter. Look at Peter. Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is, which is in heaven. After a few minutes, Jesus spoke about his death. Peter took him and rebuked him. Jesus turned and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Someone just got a revelation from the Father. Then Satan just came into influence. So it doesn't matter whether the person is a good man. There are spirits that influences people. So you go to this, the powers that be in the land. Oh, there are a lot of demons in spirit. So Satan has his iron. He's taking them ransom. That is why you must use the name of Jesus to cast those. Look at our educational trend in Ghana. No, no. The poverty in Ghana, in Africa, is, they are all man-made poverty. God has given us enough resources for everyone to live well. But what is happening is by the maliciousness, the wickedness of men. They are all man-made poverty. Man-made. The education we have now, the corruption, there are brains behind it. Oh, yeah. Oh, some years ago, some people called from China. <laughs> there was a meeting. So Ch- Chinese, some people from China were actually warning Ghan- some people in Ghana that there has been a meeting. They realized that some of the sharpest brains on earth are Ghanaians. So there's a there's a, a project, plan, to collapse the educational system in Ghana. Because if Ghanaians come up through education, you know what's going to happen? The dependency syndrome will cut off. Once upon a time, Ghanaians, Ghana were producing cars. Maybe you don't even know. Yeah. So they don't want that dependency syndrome to cut off. They want our minds enslaved. Yeah. I, I went to preach in China, and the students were telling me that they are just passing them. Like someone writes exam, the person knows that this one has failed. But when the person comes, 97%. <laughs> I don't know, Nina, whether it was your time. But when I went there, that's what they were telling me. <laughs> so someone told me that uh, they really want them, they don't want Africa to rise. So they have a way of uh, uh, collapsing our educational system. So the Bible says that the whole world lieth in wickedness. You understand? Our leaders are captives of higher powers. Most of them have been bribed. And so, so we, the church, we have the government. Look, we can determine things for these things to happen. Let few people come together. All those spirits, use the name, in the name of Jesus. We can restore and redeem the color and the beauty of our education. Yeah. The old system, the old system, the old levels and the A-level, as the years go by, the things, education is decreasing. Now it has fallen. We don't know when it will rise. <laughs> that is Satan's iron. But we, as you pray in the spirit, you can get God's blueprints through God's rhema and use your lip to shape the times that we are in. And that can also be your family. Do you know why sometimes you dream and you see something negative happening? Ah. You dream and it's like, ah, you wake up and you are disturbed. God is showing you what Satan has planned for your ion. Now this is what Satan wants your life to be. God has shown you. When you wake up, you just have to smile and laugh. And use your word to what? Katatizu, frame. To put in order, to fix, to amend, to repair. Your life must replicate the kingdom life. Listen, your life must be heaven on earth. As far as Jesus is concerned, you should be smiling every day. As far as Jesus is concerned, you should be working majestically every day. As far as Jesus is concerned, except he didn't die. Or you think his his death is in vain. (laughs) No, I do not frustrate the grace of God. He has done it. He has done it. He has done it. Worry must be a thing of the past. Anxiety must be a thing of the past. Fear must be a thing of the past. In righteousness shall thou be established. And thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear. For it shall, and from terror it shall not come nigh thee. Hallelujah. The dominion is ours. Use the name. Now, when you speak, it happens. But demons do not want you to know it happens. Don't look for signs. It happens. Because we don't know these technicalities, we, we find it difficult to even cast out devils. Casting out devils is the easiest thing on earth. Every believer can. The first sign to follow every believer, the first sign is, in my name, you cast out devils. 
Yeah. This year, I went to wait on the Lord when the year, January began. As I was praying, I had a voice in the spirit, in the spirit realm. The Lord told me, go and show them how worthless and how defeated demons are. Demons are worthless and they are defeated. If you cast them out, they are going to respond. Hallelujah. But there are some people you cast out and they are still not changing. You know what it means? It means that they are not being influenced by spirit. Their will is involved. They will need intercession. They will need intercession. So you have to pray for the influence of the Holy Ghost to change and to transform them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Brethren, you need to operate in the principles of the kingdom. Huh. I wish I was speaking on the, the things, the principles of the kingdom. It works. 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 Hallelujah. It works. It, for instance, the, the principles are many. For instance, even financially, if you want to see, because we are not born on earth. Physically, you are born on earth, so you, have this, you are a citizen of Ghana. But spiritually, you are born, and not then. So, but we are more acclimatized to operating in the principles of this base kingdom rather than where we are spiritually born. So what we see is defeat. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many of you want to be financially Before I ended, hands are lifted. <laughs> you know what you have to do? Just work by the principles of our kingdom. Oh, our kingdom. Even if you don't see the result in, at the beginning, just, just continue. Just feed on the way and you will see. And you will see. That is what um, Sam Walton, Sam Walton did. Not Sam Walton. He was one time the wealthiest man in the world, in the US. He... he you see the Walmart shops, the Walmart shops. He's the founder. In his day, his employee, private employees were one million. He had one million employees. You know what he was doing? He was using his wealth to sponsor, to push Sunday school movement. So all his money is Sunday school. Because the gospel must go forth. And, and God was just prospering him. <laughs> he became the wealthiest man. Yeah. Yeah. You also see J.C. Penny stores. He was, his whole company was titan. His whole, you know, your whole, you could call it corporate titan. The whole business was titan. Then he got, when his money was increasing, you know, when you are titan and God started blessing you. Now, he realized that he saw the money and saw the tithe he was sending. He said, no, this is too much. Uh, how can I just send this to church? So he stopped. This is too much. But when he began, it was okay. But now that God was blessing him, he said the money was too much. So he stopped. His, his business collapsed. He repented and started doing it again and God raised him back. <laughs> Some of your businesses, you must tithe and bring it to church. Yeah, businesses must tithe. It's, it's, it's institutional tithing. I don't have time to explain all of this. Yeah. That is what Rockefeller did. Rockefeller, his church, you know his church, they wanted to build, they were building a, a branch. Single-handedly, he gave $40 million in those days. That was his contribution for the branch of the church. Can you imagine? Now, what were they building? Were they, were they building? <laughs> his church wanted to build a university. Single-handedly, he gave $150 million. But that's not how he started. He read from Wesley to give and not to count the cost. And he started to practice it. <laughs> and his grandma taught him how to tighten, how to give. He was addicted to it. Consistent. It was not just one time. Addiction. He stepped into that stream. Kingdom finances. And he began to go up. Listen, if God is not a man that he should lie. But we believe in the principles of this kingdom. Then kingdom. That's why we are still broke. But follow it. Set your face as a flint. And you will see. You sit in your room and go like, God, why? 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 Why are you blessing me too much? And the more... And you know what is going to happen? You are blessing others. And that part of your ministry will open up. And you will bless generations and many people. Hallelujah. All right. 
Let me talk about the last aspect of my message. The end purpose of ministering his government. There is something Jesus is looking for. That is why it is very imperative to walk in this mandate, in this authority, in this dominion. There is. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said praise God. Psalm 110. Psalm 110. Now, I, I want to just demonstrate what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, Pastor Emma, can you come? And bring, bring my chair. Can you bring my chair? All right. Can you put it here? And can you please stand here? Yeah. Hallelujah. So you're going to be Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Of course, as he is. <laughs> Psalm 110. A Psalm of David. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of his strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. And there's one again. The Lord said to my Lord, when did this happen? Now, David prophesied this thousand years before it happened. Thousand years before it happened. The Lord, Jehovah said to my Adonai. Now, Jehovah is the father. Adonai is Jesus. Jehovah said to my Adonai. He called Jesus my Adonai. <laughs> when did the father say to the son, sit down until I make thine enemies thy footstool? When? When he died, resurrected, and ascended. When Jesus ascended in the heavens and the victory was won, there was a coronation service for him. The father organized a service for his enthronement and for his crowning. So the father said to Jesus, sit down. So please sit at my right hand. <laughs> this Jesus is a guy. <laughs> Now, at my right hand, now the right hand is not a, a geographical description, as in right hand side. It is a positional description. The right hand of a kingdom is the most cherished and the most favorite place in the kingdom. But the right hand signifies power. Now the right hand of God is the center of the power of the universe. So, all the power, the exercising of the power of the universe was committed to the ascended Christ. That is called the right hand. The right hand is the, <laughs> is the infinite height of elevation possessed only by deity. Now, God exalted Jesus not as God, but as man. Can God be? He cannot promote God. Ah, where are you promoting God to? So he sat not as God. That promotion as man because humanity had been exalted. So that right hand is the infinite height of, of elevation possessed only by deity. So humanity was brought into the place of deity in elevation. Praise God. So he sat down. Until I make that enemies thy fools too. Now, why am I saying this? In every, among the oriental kings, the kings of the east, during their coronation service, there are three things that everyone receives. Now, to be a king, you need three things. During their, their coronation, they receive, number one, a throne. Number two, they receive a crown. And number three, they receive a footstool. A footstool. So, kings receive the throne, the crown, and the footstool. But with Jesus, his was different. Number one, he had a throne. Number two, he was crowned. Revelation 19 verse 12. His eyes were as flames of fire. And he was crowned with many crowns. I wish I had brought a crown on your head. I should have done that. So Jesus was given a, a, a throne. Then crowned. 
Praise God. I said, kings have how many things? Three. A throne, a crown, and a footstool. But with Jesus, he had a throne. He had a crown, but no footstool. The father gave to him as a promise. As a king, there's something he doesn't have now. It was given to him as a promise. So he gave him the throne. He crowned him. But he gave him the footstool as a promise. He said, sit down until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Hallelujah. So now, at this very moment, Jesus, throned and crowned, but there is something he's waiting for. He's waiting to have a footstool. Do you know how much he's waiting? Hebrews 10, verse 12 and 13. I want us to see it. Hebrews 12, quickly. Did I say 12? 10, verse 12. But this man, but this man, Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. So now, when he sat down, he has been expecting to have a footstool. Expecting. Now the word expecting, apek dekomai. I know you are familiar with this verse. Romans 8 20 says, For the earnest expectation of the creature awaited the manifestation of the sons of God. The word awaited, the, the creation awaiting, is from the same root word where we get the word expecting. You know how creation is awaiting? Creation is awaiting with tiptoes. Literally, the, the Greek says creation is tiptoeing. With our stretched neck and head, waiting, <laughs> you know, scanning the horizon to see if the sons of God are manifesting. Because the liberation of creation from their enslavement is in the manifestation of the sons of God. So creation is tiptoeing. Are they coming? Hallelujah. We are coming. We are bringing the dominion and the rulership. We are coming. We are manifesting who we are. That is how Jesus is expecting to have a footstool. So Jesus on the throne, he's just expecting. Today, 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 he's expecting. Where will I have my footstool? Where will I have my footstool? Where will I have my footstool? Now, what is the footstool? I want something like a Okay, you can get you can get closer. Okay, so let's take that. This is a full stool. So you, you you go back a little, and stretch your legs and put your legs on and make sure you feel very comfortable. No, no I don't think you are. Are you comfortable a little? Let your leg reach here. Uh-huh. No. Ah ha. Ah ha. So this one this one has a full stool. It's for the feet to rest. It's for the feet to rest. <laughs> when Joshua conquered the enemies of Canaan, they brought all the kings, and he called his captains, and they, put the, they took their feet and put their feet on their necks, saying that, you all, you are now our footstool. <laughs> it's for the, no, just rest, rest your feet. Now, this is what Jesus has been waiting for. Praise God. Now, what is the first two? In 1 Corinthians 15, 25, for he must reign till he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Verse 26. He must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. That's a footstool. Now, Jesus' footstool is not a speaker. 
His footstool are his enemies. But it's for his feet to rest. Understand this? Man of God, can you please stand? This is the body of Christ. This is the head. Jesus is the head. And we are the body. The feet is connected directly to the body and not even the head. Now, the feet, the body is a church. But who are the feet? The head is the highest authority. But the feet, the feet, the sole of the feet, the toes and the toenails, they represent the feeblest and the weakest members of the church. Members of his body. So, the feet, the sole of the feet, the nails, the toenails, the toes and the toenails, they are the least amongst us. They are the feeblest, the weakest. You know why? Do you know that the feet is the only part of the body that touches the earth directly, that gathers filth? So they are the most carnal people amongst us. The people Paul called them babes. They are carnal. They are always engaging the earth. They are the people who, who manifest the least of the authority of Christ. They are the feet of Jesus. They are his feet. We are his body. But the feet is the feeblest amongst us. The canal, those who touch the earth. They will need a word every day to wash that's where wish no feet is important. <laughs> so now, please sit down. So, don't, so Jesus is now seated. But he's waiting to have a full stool. Why? He's waiting to have his feet. Please stretch your legs and rest, relax. Formally, as you did. He's waiting. He wants the feet to have a full stool. The least amongst us. The weakest among us. The feeblest amongst us. To rest. Now, the full stool are his enemies. They are his enemies. Who are his enemies? Who are his enemies? Who are his enemies? Can you imagine Jesus is looking for full stool? Full stool. Full stool. But that has not that is not what he has done. That is what he's expecting from his church. Why is he expecting? From who? Why is he expecting from who? From his church. From his church. He's expecting. He's waiting for his feet to rest. His feet to rest. And they will rest on his enemies. You know the enemies? The enemies? Depression is an enemy. Frustration is an enemy. Virus is an enemy. Sickness is an enemy. Disease is an enemy. Fear is an enemy. Hatred is an enemy. Selfishness is an enemy. Poverty is an enemy. All of these enemies. He's waiting to the least of us who begin to walk in authority so much that these things do not even bother the least amongst us. These things do not even bother the feeblest and the weakest among us because they have come to the place of understanding, of maturity. They have come to the place of revelation. They, they know who they are in Christ. They are not agitated by the devil again. They are not trembling and trepidated by the devil again. They know the authority. So his feet is now resting. The devil is useless. All the enemies are subjected. They are now walking in dominion and authority. Look, this is what he's expecting from his church. That is where the teaching of the word must go. It is through teaching, teaching revelation, so that the least among us will come to their place of manifestation. So the time will come when you wake up and Satan is standing in your room. You look at him and say, ah. You just go and sleep. I thought it was someone important. Smith Wigglesworth woke up one day and heard a sound in his hall. When he went, it was Satan himself standing there. If it was you, what will you do? Oh, I'm dead. You are dead. What is the God in you doing? The Holy Ghost. You have disgraced the Holy Ghost in you. Disgraced the angels with you. Oh, my. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. All these things that you've been saying. Oh, I beg. One time some ladies were casting out devils. 
Some brethren went to meet them. The demon wasn't going, so they were, please leave our sister with Becky. <laughs> Satan doesn't respond to begging. <laughs> Wigglesworth what saw Satan and he said, oh, I thought it was someone important. He didn't ban him. He didn't pray against him. He just went and slept. Satan was, his pride was bruised. He was offended. No, Satan was insulted. No, he wants you to fear. Now, have you ever gone to a native doctor or a fetish priest and they are in Thai and sit? Sitting, no, 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 no. You know, when you meet a fetish priest, they just want to pose fear. Because it is through fear that they never get you. Fear is the legal ground. But when you see him, you're like, oh, this is you. I thought it was someone important disturbing my peace. I don't know it was you. Oh my, do you know? That is a reality, but we don't know. But the feeblest among us will no longer be feeble. Can you imagine? Jesus is expecting. Jesus is eagerly. He says, from henceforth, he's expecting. Can you imagine? Hence, since he sat down 2,000 years ago, he has been expecting. Which generation will raise up my people? So that the weakest and the few blessed amongst us will come to know their position and their place and their dominion and their mandate. So they will begin to walk in that authority I gave them. By that, his feet will have a full stool. And brethren, it's going to happen. Because it says that, verse 26, look at verse 26. Look, look at verse 26. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Okay, verse 25. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Okay, so now, the last enemy to be put under his feet is death. That will happen at rapture. It will happen at rapture. Death. Rapture. That's the last enemy. So, prior to, before rapture, all the enemies will be put there one by one. For his footstool. So, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. Mama Ramana, it's going to happen. We know who we are. Emma Ramada came up. Look, you wrote an application letter and they rejected you. And you are crying. Poor you. Why should you cry? You are the one they need. You think you need them? They need you. Do you know what your presence does to that company? Do you know the number of angels you send to that company? Do you know what your word does to that company? If you are refused, you know that is not where God has sent you. God has not sent you there. Now, I want us to see verse 2 before we close. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy first two. Now, when will it happen? This verse is not a millennium. No, 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 no. There are no enemies in the millennium. In the millennium, Satan is bound in abyss. There are no enemies in the millennium. When is this happening? When is this happening? It is between the time where he sits and when he comes to fight his enemies. All is in this psalm, Psalm 110. Psalm 10 began with when he sat and ends with when he comes to fight his enemies at Amageddon. A market down to destroy the Antichrist, the second coming of Christ. So it is the church age. When he sacks, his enemies are in the church age. In the next age, there are no enemies. This is the time. Now look at the next verse. The Lord shall send the rod of his strength out of Zion. Out of Zion. Out of Zion. And it says, rule thou in the midst of your enemies. <laughs> ah, what is the rod of his strength? His authority. What is Zion in this context? The church. Zion is generic in application, but in this context, it, it is a church. He has come unto Mount Zion. What is the rod of his strength? It is the, his He exercises his authority in the church. His authority comes out of the church. His church, he, he is the head. He cannot exercise his authority without a body. We are the body that exerts his authority. The rod of his strength out of Zion. Then we are told to rule in the midst of our enemies. In the midst of viruses, we are ruling. In the midst of poverty, we are ruling. When men are cast down, not that there is a lifting up, but we shall say, it is in speaking, there is a lifting up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. 
He always prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. <laughs> so he, he wants us to, in the presence of your enemies, when everything is collapsing and you are smiling, that is why Jesus died. The sons of God are manifesting. They are coming to their estate. You have no idea how heaven is waiting. Jesus himself is sitting now expecting. The way, the, the way you are sitting in is the end when Jesus has the first two. So now I want you to come back. Sit without it. And sit down expecting. Sit down. Just sit as if you were expecting. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Don't clap yet. You expect, expect. <laughs> expecting. Ex- he's just watching. Expecting. Expecting. He's looking at us. When will you rule over your depression? When will you rule over your fears? When will you take over? When? Marakata. When he said it is finished, it was not in vain. When will you grab the word? Take hold of the word. When will you? When will you? When will you walk in that authority? When? When? He has been waiting for us. Expecting. Expecting. Expecting, expecting. I pray our generation <laughs> will fulfill this expectation. We want Christ to come, but this must be fulfilled. This must be fulfilled. We want Him to come, but this must be fulfilled. Oh, Ramakata, the word must go forth. The feeblest among us, the weakest among us, will be like David, <laughs> as the Bible said. <laughs> oh, Ramama Samada, the weakest among us. Expecting. Expecting. Jesus is expecting. Oh my. We rule in the midst of our enemies. He says, rule thou. (laughs) It's rulership. Rule. 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 You know how you rule. (laughs) When you are... Oh. When someone offends you, you repay the person with love. You are ruling. In your office, someone offends you, you laugh. That's rulership. When there is fear, you refuse to fear. Now, in the Greek, fear is not having the emotion of fear. Fear is allowing the emotion to immobilize you from taking the right action. So when you feel fear, don't be afraid. Respond to God's word. Respond to God's word. Mama Ramasanda. Ruda. In the midst of your enemies. That is how come this dominion mandate is very important. How come the kingdom, the authority is very important. We need to see it. Seize it in our spirit. And manifest it. Then the Gentiles will come. The world will be saved. Because of you. Arise, shine, for the light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the dark do she react the threkuzish mamak the sish in matande. The dark oro shamanda sish in mamale in the shele. Mama shele, mama shele. Ile so react the sish in ma aba shamba. My brethren, you have no idea how all the cloud of witnesses in heaven, the host of heaven, all the saints, all of them are eagerly awaiting for this day. They are waiting to see the church. They are waiting to see their Lord Jesus receive his full stone. They have gone, it's left with us. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, they are all beholding us. Moses is in the company. Paul is in the company. All of them. Kenneth Hagen is in the company. Billy Graham is in the, is in the company. All this cloud of witnesses are looking at us. It's, it's like a relay race. <laughs> it's like four by one or four by four. Mama Shamanda, they handed over the baton for the second leg to, to take over and the third until the final one. I'm telling you the hope 
of the entire relay race is on the final runners. When they receive the baton, if they win, the first runners have won. If they win, the first runners have won. We have received the last battle. I'm telling you, in every race, they put the fastest, those who can run fastest, at the last. The best of the saints, the best of the prophets, the best of the pastors, the best cream in the church history are being raised in our day. They are being raised in our day. And God is putting his word in their mouth. And we are receiving the last baton. And oh, I see the saints in heaven rise. And Jesus rise to see the last day battle. The conclusion of the drama of the ages. They are beholding from the corridors of eternity to see how the race will be ended and how the race will finish and we have received the baton and they are looking at us how we will run to finish the race the faith which was once delivered unto the saints they are waiting and they are beholding and it's our time it's our day and heaven is counting on us hey this is the hour and we will not fail heaven we will not fail the generations we will not fail the saints we will not fail like apostle paul we will say I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. Hey, know ye not that in a race all run, yet one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. For every man that striveth for the mastery, he is temperate in all things. Now they do this to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. Roma Shambra Sunday, heaven is waiting the saints are beholding this is our time this is our turn this is our chance this is our day this is our ion this is it this is our dispensation this is our time jesus must have a full stool his feet must rest the dominion is here the kingship is here the government is here we govern we reign we rule this is our time Rama Shamalaka, Imelo Shamandaka, Imelo Shamalanda, Elish, 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 the captain of our salvation, Elish, Zumashin, Elish, Emma Somande, Elish, Ebala Sunday, Elish, Emma Sanda, Ibele. Begin to speak the word into your life, into your days, into your family, into your ministry. Begin to frame your world. Rima Sende, Amma Sanda, Ibele, Commande, Akta Singe Imataka, Command the lights to shine out of darkness. Ibala, Indele, Uba.
lift up your hands in expectation your life is never the same again I see something hit your spirit now lift up your hands receive grace mama everybody receive the fullness of it in the name of Jesus you transform your generation thank you Lord thank you Lord you have it I see the anointing stayed it has stayed you will do what you've never done it has stayed the seed is sown it is happening I see the anointing dripping Malo Shebe Pele Sish Inaka Taya Labo Simandala Kate Yes Lord